ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. This is Janice Porter, and today I'm coming to you solo as I want to talk and share with you some ideas around a topic that's near and dear to my heart. I'm going to start by asking a question. Picture this. Have you ever been at a networking event or a party and engaged with someone for the very first time? And at the end of that conversation, the other person says to you, I so enjoyed getting to know you and I look forward to talking again soon. When in actual fact, they know nothing about you because they did all the talking. And that, of course, was by design. And you know a whole lot about them. That's the art of being a good listener, and it can really be an asset in any given situation. And in my world of teaching business owners and entrepreneurs how to build relationships online and offline, I encourage my clients to be good listeners, as it is extremely important. I find I'm always looking for clues in in what people say for, for how I can build rapport with them, get them talking about things that excite them, and make them feel comfortable with me. It doesn't take long to know if there's a fit, whether or not we have things in common, whether we can do business together, or whether I feel comfortable referring someone from my network to them because I hold my network very dear and protect them as best I can. So it's really important that it feels right to make that connection. The listening process is a combination of what we hear, what we understand, and what we remember. When you listen well, you learn more. When you make your listening process visible to the other person, you communicate respect and caring. By so doing, you say, hey, I think you're important. I value what you're telling me. So, I put it to you, my audience, how well do you listen? Let's clarify, first of all, that hearing and listening are two different and distinct things. Hearing is a physical ability, an awareness of sound. Listening is not a physical ability, nor is it tied to intelligence. Some of the world's smartest people are poor listeners, believe it or not. They think listening well is letting the other person speak before getting to the real heart of the matter when they get to talk. So listening is a skill, and like any other skill, it can be learned and improved with practice. According to Madeline Burley Allen in her book, Listening, the Forgotten Skill, of all the time we spend communicating with others, by far the greatest amount of time is spent listening. The breakdown, as she puts it, is 40% listening, 35% talking, 16% reading, and 9% writing. So if you put that in in a pie shape or a circle and look at how much time we spend listening or or perhaps should spend listening, 
it is the majority of the time of communication. It's so important, and listening well is a skill that can be honed. Amazingly, on average, people are only about 25% effective as listeners. So let's explore that and see how to become better listeners. You can actually improve your interest in being a better listener by seeking out personal benefits. So for example, you might say to yourself, if I listen well, I may learn some new information. If I listen well, my prospect or client will be more open to my suggestions. If I listen well, I will be able to offer the, better, the best solutions. So improving listening also means identifying and eliminating any bad habits you may have acquired. Let's take a look at the five most common poor listening habits. And I'm sure you can identify with some of them, at least one of them. The first one, interrupting. This is something I have to admit I'm often guilty of. I get so excited sometimes when I'm listening to somebody talk about something that I either know a lot about or am passionate about that sometimes I want to interrupt them. And of course, that negates the fact that I'm being a good listener. So that's something I have to hold in check a lot. Number two, fear of not having all the answers. If someone's talking to you and you are listening and they're looking for your advice or you want to be able to help them and you don't know the answers to what they're asking, sometimes you're trying to think ahead and are afraid of not having those answers that you tend to not really listen properly. It's kind of a um, hamster on the wheel kind of thing. And you have to be uh, fully present when you're listening and, and not worry about those things because they will take care of themselves. The third most common poor listening habit is believing that you know better than the speaker does. So because of that, you're tending to not listen completely. Number four, overreacting. This is where we tend to let our emotions get in the way of truly listening to what someone has to say. And our biases and opinions uh, can sometimes um, make us overreact to something that we really shouldn't be putting into the, the conversation at all because it's about them, not about us. And the last one, number five, is pseudo-listening. People think we're listening, we look like we're paying attention, but our mind is already making the grocery list for after work when we have to pick some groceries up or uh, planning the, the weekend dinner party that we're having. We're not really listening, even though people think we are. So again, interrupting, fear of not having all the answers, believing you know better than the speaker does, overreacting, and pseudo-listening. These can all be distractions from actually listening for understanding, as we may be focused on what we are going to say instead of truly listening. Now remember that in face-to-face -face communication, it's easy to give nonverbal clues and verbal feedback to show someone that you're listening to them. Our body language, our um, nodding our head, and so on can really um, trigger or, or um, 
people can really see what's happening and whether you're truly listening. But over the phone, you have to rely on the words that you use, the questions you ask, and the verbal clues to indicate acknowledgement. It's actually much harder today with so much communication being done through messaging and we're also busy and stressed and in a hurry that we don't always address all the things being asked of us, whether it's in a verbal conversation or in our messaging replies because we're in a hurry so we don't pay attention. So let's take a look now at how to avoid those bad listening habits and focus on how to be a good active listener. So for this, picture the word listen as a memory jogger. If you're taking notes, take the letters in the word listen and put them vertically down a page because that's how we're going to uh, look at the ways to avoid those bad listening habits. Number one, listen, L, the L in listen, look interested. So again, in person, make eye contact, have open body language, don't stand with somebody with, uh, beside somebody or in front of someone uh, sideways so that you're kind of half running out the door or don't have your arms crossed in front of you like you're closed off. Look interested. And if you're over the phone or um, uh, in a uh, messaging type of situation where you're talking to the person, verbal clues. I see. Uh-huh. Oh, I understand. This is how you can tell them that you are engaged and listening. The I for listen is inquire. Ask questions. This is probably the number one thing that will show that you are interested in what the person is saying. Use open-ended questions to allow the speaker to elaborate and express their feelings or thoughts on what they're talking about. The S in listen is stay on target, avoid distractions, concentrate. Some people take notes, that helps them. And sometimes I find myself taking notes and other times I find myself doodling, which seems weird, but actually doodling keeps my head down and keeps me focused when I'm listening to somebody. And, uh, and I want to make sure that I'm not being distracted by my computer screen or by my phone or something else that, that will take me away from uh, being present. The T in listen is for test your understanding. So when there's a pause, use feedback techniques, paraphrase or summarize what you think you heard. Be selective and focus on the key ideas. I think I heard you say this, or let me just uh, say this back to you to make sure I understand that type of thing, testing your understanding. The E in listen is evaluate the message. Believe it or not, there are messages in what is not actually being said, but what are being conveyed through tone of voice, through body language. There are clues there that can really uh, deepen the message that the person is trying to tell you. So be aware of that. Be aware of the nonverbal uh, clues. And the N is for neutralize your feelings. Be aware of your own biases and don't let them influence your listening. It's so easy to let that get in the way. So just to review, the L is to look interested. The I is to inquire or ask questions. 
The S is to stay on target, be in the moment, focus. The T is to test your understanding through paraphrasing or summarizing of what you heard. The E is to evaluate the message and N to neutralize your feelings. So with practice, our listening skills can be improved so that we become extremely effective active listeners more frequently, more often. Now this is fun. I don't know if you're aware of this, but the word listen and the word silent are actually made up of the same exact letters. They're an anagram of each other. I learned this several years ago and I thought it was fascinating. I love it because it really points to the power and value of being a good listener. These days we are surrounded by constant noise and sometimes even chaos and listening is not always easy. So a good way to remind yourself to be a good listener is to learn first how to be silent. Here are a few last things to think about to help you be the best listener you can be in this noisy world. Number one, turn down the volume of things around you. That is, remove any distractions that can stop you from listening properly. Turn the volume down on your phone, your computer, your TV, so you're in the position to provide your undivided attention to somebody. Number two, pay attention to your inner biases and possible misconceptions or assumptions that cloud you from listening completely. And number three, really pay attention to the body language, the tone of voice of the speaker to note if any other things are going on for them. Remember, we spend more time listening than any other communication skill, so make it work for you. By being a good listener, you show respect and people will know that you care. If you don't, they will think you only care about yourself. Speak in such a way that others love to listen to you and listen in such a way that others love to speak to you. Anonymous quote I found and I thought it was appropriate. I'm going to say it again. Speak in such a way that others love to listen to you and listen in such a way that others love to speak to you. And lastly, a quote by Frank Tiger: Be a good listener. Your ears will never get you into any trouble. So if you have any questions around listening or listening is something you want to have a conversation more about, or if I can help you become a better listener, by all means, drop me a note, uh, let me know, send me an email, um, comment in the um, spots below the actual podcast, and write a review or send me a message, whatever. And for now, remember, stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. 
If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.